Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants herself, the hashtag queen of soft style. This is Miranda Morales, and I am your host of the hashtag Miranda Show. Welcome to week two of, of quarantine, uh, of, you know, life after uh, Corona. Uh, well, we're still in it, so, you know, um, I hope everyone is staying safe. It was just cured five minutes ago. What? That's what you made everybody no, think to, for a second there. They're like, life after the news. That's like I just finished a level of Mario Brothers or some shit like that. Like... Oh, yeah, no, that's exactly how they need to roll it out. It has its own little red carpet, and you have, like, the trumpets and all that, and then someone with the tray of the coronavirus cure just slowly walks out and then presents it. This is my yard now. Because they'd pretty much be yeah. king of the world if they if they did that. Like, no one would, would do anything but that. Wild card, bitches! Yeah! But we digress, because that's what we do. Yes, we digress. I'm joined, ladies and gentlemen, by my co-host, as usual, the lovely Greg DeMarco. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, Jeff, a special shout-out. We need to do another. Congratulations. Huh? We need to do another, another Jinder Mahal theme song, Dancing Dog GIF, at some point. Like... Yeah, like, like someone year. on the internet. I mean, I know we're not like really busy right now, so something could work on that. <laughs> we'll get that together. We'll get that together. I was going to say, you know, I was going to say something nice about Adam Cole. Wow, and you ruined it. Uh, now, what? Longest reigning NXT champ. Thank goodness for the coronavirus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he ain't going to be defending it. I know. Uh, was it uh, same thing uh, with... Um, the North Impact Tag yeah. Team Champions uh, that uh, I think it was Ethan Page put on his Twitter uh, that they are now, uh, I think, the longest reigning Impact Tag so. Team Champions. Yeah. And pretty much he said, you know, 
pretty much uh, because they can't defend their belts right now. Uh, right. But they're eager to to uh, defend them in the future. But, but yeah, I mean, there's going to be some long championship reigns. But credit uh, to Impact Wrestling, for... still getting paid. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Well, fing- fingers crossed. No, according to Ethan Page, they're still getting paid. So nice. Yep. And Ethan Man, Page, a champion and sure, still getting paid. Sure, as Jimmy Rave would send a package, Ethan Page would tell you the truth about getting paid by Impact Wrestling. So. I feel like that's mixed messaging. I feel like I, I I don't I'm not quite sure if you're telling me Ethan Page is a liar or a truth teller. Who knows? I don't I don't have a sound bite for me shrugging. Like I just don't. Like I need a sound bite for me shrugging, but How do you do you have a sound bite for shrugging? I don't know. You, you can invent one. That that yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I got nothing. And yeah. Well, sorry. add it add it to your button bar revamp. Is a shrugging. Mm-hmm. I gotta mm-hmm. see when I dig back into the blog talk radio. There's gonna be sound bites I forgot we had, and maybe they'll. I be believe. Something. Like there's, that there's, I believe. There's you, a good one. You have an addiction. There's a good Adam Pierce going nice try though. That could work for yes for Jimmy Rave sending me the package. That could. <laughs> Uh, and if you're not sure what that uh, part is about, Jimmy Rave not sending Greg DeMarco a package, you should just listen to Chair Shot Radio. Um, you can also listen to Pod is War, uh, Bad Mike and Nerds, The Badlands, and of course this show, the Hashtag Miranda Show, um, on thechairshot.com. Oh, you want me to, to play that, don't you? Yeah, you want me to do this. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I was ready. I was ready. What? I was ready. Yes. TheChairShot.com and eWrestlingNews.com. So we are in two places. (laughs) Yes. Twice. Twice the fun. Um, And if you are just browsing around, did you say twice? Oh, I'm sorry. You said twice. Yeah, no, if, if we're off the rails now. <laughs> I told you well, we just need to create our own podcast and just call it Off the Rails. Like we talked about that months ago. We just never did it. Yeah, no, it's just, off, it would just be continuously with, a downward spiral into other topics off the rails that, that are not related to each other. We'll you. start off with one topic. We'll just say we're going to start That's, off by talking about, you know, balloons. That's and seriously then, brilliant. Like, with, and then with, we just say, okay, in 30 minutes, where do we digress? What okay. rabbit hole do we go down? This is going to be a coronavirus project. We are going to record a special show called Off project the Rails. Corona. Project uh, Corona. We We're going to record yeah. a special show called Off the Rails. We're going to pick one topic at random. We'll like use some kind of internet topic generator. And we're going to set a clock, and we're going to see where we end up. And it's going to be amazing and hilarious. Look, I used to do improv. We got the background for it. We got the pedigree. Look, we're already seven and a half minutes in a year. Show we ain't done jack shit. So yeah, we can no. definitely pull that off. I mean, for those who are who are listeners, uh, do know I greatly appreciate you. Do know that I greatly appreciate uh, everyone who listens because, uh, you know, sometimes we're on point. Sometimes I make, you know, Greg re-record the show um, and create the, the elusive chair shot vault because I'm like, what? 
what what just happened? I was in a trance and I have no idea what we just talked about for an hour and a half. Um, but but I digress. As I was going to say, if you are interested in uh, learning all that's happening in professional wrestling, uh, news, analysis, and opinions, you can visit eWrestlingNews.com and TheChairShot.com, the most reliable source of wrestling news out there. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. You're welcome. And if you want to wear something comfortable while you are reading articles uh, from thechairshot.com or eWrestlingNews.com, you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash thechairshot. It is the uh, official merchandise page of the chair shot. Um, there you have over 25 different t-shirts available, all $19.99, um, different styles, colors, uh, and uh, graphics. Um, there you can find one of my personal favorites, the OG chair shot shirt, uh, the chair shot worldwide. Always use your head. Uh, suck it nerd, um, which will always make me laugh. Um, and for those of you who like to wear uh, ironic clothing in a time uh, of of uncertainty, um, the chair shot does have a Corona shirt. And I don't mean a coronavirus shirt uh, or COVID-19 shirt. It is for those who are, you know, avid uh, Corona beer drinkers. Um, that shirt's been there for a while, though. So, you know, don't, don't, don't think that they were trying to make light of a serious situation. Um, but it looks pretty cool. So if you want to get that shirt or any of the shirts that I just mentioned, or if you're not sure, just go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot T-shirt. Ask me when we're going to be able to go back out into the world again. Greg, when do you think we're going to be able to go back out to the world again? It's gonna, it's gonna be May. Probably May. You know, one of my favorite YouTube videos is this guy jamming out in his car, his windows down, and you could hear music blasting from his car. And he is blasting It's Gonna Be Me from uh, NSYNC. And just when that line drops, you can see his head just like totally rock out like it was the most metal thing. Um, And I feel like I do that sometimes. I I just, I love it. I love it. No choice, babe. on topic we go back on topic so now we're gonna be you know this is the wrestling portion of our program um actually sports entertainment because we're gonna talk about wwe this week yeah it's all the same yeah so you know hey some some people like to differentiate you know we're not those people uh no i i don't care but you know sensitive it's because you're the nice one I am the nice one. Someone today, I was having a conference call and I was, you know, diplomatic in something I said as far as, you know, we're trying to limit access to something that uh, our organization is using um, 
And I was very diplomatic about, you know, pretty much saying um, only we need to have access to it because we don't want other people to get their grimy little hands on it. And my coworker just started laughing. She's like, she's being diplomatic about it. The real reason why we want to limit this access. Uh, so I just feel like that's just me and my everyday life. Very, very, very diplomatic. Very diplomatic. Um, grimy little hands. But, very, very diplomatic. Yeah. So we live, we live in a crazy world right now. Uh, just, just flat out. So last week we got the news, uh, that WrestleMania was going to be moved from, uh, Tampa Bay to the WWE Performance Center. Big deal, huge deal. The first time ever a WrestleMania has, has been moved. Um, but in light of what's happening worldwide with COVID-19, all the precautions that, um, city, state, uh, and federal government organizations are, are, um, putting together, you know, WWE really didn't have any choice. Um, but that wasn't the only thing as far as big announcements that were made regarding WrestleMania. Um, on March 18th, uh, Rob Gronkowski posted a message on Twitter announcing that he was going to host this year's WrestleMania and that WrestleMania was going to be split into a two-night event. So it's going to be Saturday and Sunday, which I don't think a lot of us ever thought we'd ever see. Um, I know that from just the regular WrestleMania format, there had been fans who have asked, who have thought it would be a good idea for WrestleMania to move into a two-night event a la um, a New Japan type of format because when you end up having WrestleMania as is on a Sunday, it's an eight-hour day. And we've talked about this a lot on this show, on Shot Radio. I'm pretty sure every podcast that ever <laughs> existed um, who's ever talked about WWE has mentioned that watching WrestleMania, I mean, is a work day. It's a lot to process. Um, so to break it up into two nights is very interesting. But I want to roll back. We live in a crazy time because Rob Gronkowski – is now signed to WWE. He's hosting WrestleMania, and wait, it's wait, a two-night event. Wait, 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 wait! I got, I got, I got to do something. I'm sorry. You know, it's, it's. I got, I got to find it though, because again, I got. Okay. Uh, tell me. We'll do... Tell me you want to roll. Tell, tell me. Hang on. Tell me you want to roll back again. Uh, let me roll back for a second. Okay, go ahead. Uh, there you go. Yes. So. In just a week, when we thought that this couldn't get any crazier, moving WrestleMania from uh, the uh, arena in Tampa Bay to the Performance Center, now we have an added element of a host and a two-night event. Um, I'm, I mean, you were talking about this on ShareShot Radio earlier. Um, you, we do have it in audio uh, yes, as far do. as you, you predicted some of this already happening. Um, but I'm I'm wanting to know, what are your thoughts on first, we'll break it down, the host, special host of WrestleMania, Rob Gronkowski. That was going to happen anyway. Like, he was already going to be debuting on SmackDown before they moved it to the Performance Center. And he was already in talks with the company. All that stuff was going to happen. I have a feeling that was already going to take place. It's just the announcement kind of took people by surprise because of everything else going on. There had already been so much. You know, we were already kind of shell shocked about the other WrestleMania announcements that when Gronk got announced, everyone was like, like minds blown. But really, yes. if you if you take that out, if you take out all the other craziness of WrestleMania, put it back in Raymond James Stadium. None of us have the coronavirus. It's not a thing. 70,000 people are going to be there. It's going to be great. 
and Gronk's going to be the host, we wouldn't be nearly as shocked by this. But when you throw in, it's a two-day event, when you throw in Gronk's going to be the host, I know we're just talking about Gronk right now, you throw in Gronk's going to be the host on top of everything else, on top of all the craziness with the coronavirus, it's going to be at the Performance Center, it's going to be all that stuff, then, yeah, it's just like, like, it's just another thing on top of a million other things, on top of no NCAA tournament, on top of the, now we're worried about the NFL starting on time, like, it's like, and Gronk's going to host WrestleMania? What? Yeah. So that's kind but, of and and you make up a valid point that then did it become a bigger deal than what it was intended to be um, in a good way that it, it got people's eyes back onto uh, maybe they never left but to WrestleMania is like oh my gosh this is a huge deal when we've had guest hosts before um, but they were all you know internal WWE people you had New Day you've had Alexa Bliss um, and you know Gronk has been signed so he's now you know WWE internal but it is really for the first time um in since what I can remember or even almost ever with WrestleMania having a, a host with someone, um, I guess outside of the rock, but I, you know, I think the rock is, is slightly different um, where you're having more of this pop culture sports, well-known figure host WrestleMania um, more than likely as a way to get maybe new viewership in, but someone who's really not, you know, within WWE for very long hosting something this, this big, maybe not big anymore, but something very prestigious. Yeah, it's, it is just another, I think it did get some, I think it got some positive attention. I mean, it got mainstream media coverage from the wrestling fans. I don't think it got positive attention at all from the, at least like Twitterverse. They hate this thing. And and they hate that Gronk's gonna be there annoyed. And you know what? They can go to hell. Like, I'm gonna love WrestleMania no matter what you guys do. I don't care. And Gronk's in part of it. Look, I loved Gronk's involvement in the WrestleMania 33 Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Now I love it because of what it led to for old Jinder Mahal, but I still loved it. And you know, if supposedly we're gonna get to 16 matches, only 13 have been announced. I still think we got room. For a Punjabi prison match between Jinder Mahal and maybe Mojo Raleigh. and look, we're filming oh. it. We're filming in alternate locations, right? Just like I wrote last week, which you can find at the Chair Shot, E Wrestling News, and even my newsletter. Do the match in an actual Punjabi prison, like you, this is creativity mania. I mean, though, but how can you? Like, you can't travel to a Punjabi prison. Do you it's have to just set. create one? Yeah, just create one. It's a movie set. It's everything. It's a movie set. They're not doing AJ Styles and and and. And Undertaker are not going to fight in a real boneyard. Don't you spread lies like that, Greg? Don't don't you dare. I'm so okay. Let me let me. I'm, I'm going to just a couple things right now. Number one, <laughs> pro wrestling is scripted. Number two, Santa, Santa Claus is no. Let me pre, finish. Pre predetermined. Okay, look. When people say fake, people yell scripted instead. Now I can't. Okay, wrestling is predetermined. Number two. Santa Claus is not real. And number three, AJ Styles and The Undertaker will not be fighting in an actual <laughs> yard of bones. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Whoa. In an actual yard of bone, okay? That will not be happening. <laughs> yes, because there's only one. It's a bone yard. It's a bone yard, yes. Well, hold on. Bones no bone, yard? No, because in bone yard. yards implies multiple yards. Yeah, you can't do that. There's only – I mean, look, let's be honest. There's only one yard, and, like – Neither of those guys even have ownership over it. This is my yard now. 
but it, it, it's there's no bones. There, there'll probably be some kind of bones. Who knows? Maybe some bone broth. Now, now we're dog bones. but we're jumping ahead. We're we're jumping we ahead. Uh, we'll be talking about some of this in just a little bit. But yes, yeah, so the big announcement, and maybe it's because it came from Gronk directly. It was his Twitter, and maybe he just got really excited and posted on Twitter first before WWE posted. So I think that too um, added this huge element of surprise. Um, but you know, I mean. It's it's an interesting format um, that they're that they're going to be using for this year's WrestleMania. Um, included in Gronk's announcement that uh, WWE is going to a two night event, um, both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and another big thing that just happened too is that the WWE announced that they are offering uh, free. Uh, subscription trials uh, for the WWE Network. They do this pretty often. It usually though starts around Wrestle. Um, sorry, starts around Royal Rumble and leads you to WrestleMania or right before WrestleMania, so that you feel compelled to to you know keep your membership. But now they're really pushing this this free membership specifically for WrestleMania. Um, I know your thoughts uh, about this two night event. I, I'm really interested in seeing how it will come off um, on the network. I think it's going to be a lot more manageable for fans. I think it's going to allow for more matches, of course, um, to, to happen. I imagine it probably will be two, three-hour events. Um, maybe a little bit more. I, I'd I'm say not four. quite sure. I'd say two, huh? four. four? I, bet, I bet they go four. I bet we get two or four yeah. hour events. Well, and if you include if each night has their own pre-show, um, what, what that all looks like. I, I mean, I think it's a really interesting – uh, format for them to go to again fans I think for a long time has been as long as Wrestlemania has grown exponentially bigger every year and it's gotten longer and longer fans seem exhausted um, also with the scheduling I think uh, WWE this year it was going to be very interesting to see how they were going to do a Smackdown on Friday you know a, a Hall of Fame on Saturday and Wrestlemania on, on Sunday Hall a lot happening was- Hall of Fame was actually going to be on Thursday. Right, on Thursday. Because of TakeOver. Because oh, TakeOver on Saturday. Yeah. I thought they were switching it. I thought TakeOver was going to be like Thursday and then Hall of Fame. But it, that that makes sense. Not that it's happening anyways. But <laughs> true. now they're able to, to break things up more. Um, and I think fans are going to be able to be engaged in both nights. Now, I understand from a logistic standpoint how challenging that could be for live attendance um, to have a venue for two nights um, that big, especially if they're all about the attendance and really wanting to get everyone in one space to get that big attendance record. Splitting into two nights can actually make that more challenging because some people may have to decide between one night or the other. Um, It could be where you end up with a smaller venue, but with WrestleManias, I mean, now they've been grown to football stadiums are, you know, the minimum, you know, the bigger, the better. So logistically could create a lot more challenges in having it in two nights, but also with, you know, that, that big attendance record that they're always seeking. Um, But with that said, I think with the fans who are going to be watching at home, which is everyone, uh, we're going to be able to, to keep pace. We're, we're going to be able to stay engaged, even if it is four hours, which is, you know, pretty long for a show. Uh, I think that, you know, the matches, the way, also the way that they split up the matches, I think that's also very important too. Um, both, you know, the, the individual championship matches are on each different days. Um, 
I believe was it uh, the uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair's on Saturday. Um, Sunday's Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler. They're both on Saturdays? I know Becky and Shayna's on Saturday because that's rumored to actually be closing the show on Saturday. Like women are going to close one night, men are going to close one night. Um, oh. I don't know. I'll be interested to see what they do. But um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be. Gonna be it's really a, it's. Yeah, and and even like that, even just to allow, um, in in that case, with having Becky and Shayna uh, close on Saturday. I mean, they weren't going to close on Sunday. You know, they weren't going to close the the show. Period. So to give them that opportunity to close on a Saturday, um, even though the buildup hasn't been quite what I had hoped for and expected, um, it's still a, a huge accomplishment for both women to to be able to close out that show. So it's the way that they can give the nods to wrestlers to uh, programs that they've been building up. Um, but I, I've talked enough about this. I. I'd really want to get your perspective on this because this is something that you've been advocating for. I have. I've been advocating for this probably since WrestleMania 33, maybe 34. I don't know. I don't want to make it seem smarter than I really am. But I definitely, I know last year for sure was advocating for this. We went to the Royal Rumble live, and, and it's hard to, to compare live versus watching on television. That was a four-and-a-half-hour show plus a two-hour pre-show that we were there for all of. So that was six-and-a-half hours. So that was like a work shift, but you knocked off a little early. Like, that's kind of what that was. Yeah. But really, <laughs> WrestleMania, which usually goes five and a half hours, you know, you're looking at seven and a half with the pre-show. Um, that's like a work shift and you were sick and just, just couldn't finish. But it's, it's, I think that, I don't, I don't think this is going to be the last two-night WrestleMania. I think it's going to be the first two-night yeah. WrestleMania. And I think it's going to continue into the future. And, um, you know, those of us who were planning on going next year, we should plan for two nights of WrestleMania because I just think mm-hmm. once you kind of do that, and I think they can sell a stadium over two nights. I it, for WrestleMania, I think they can sell a stadium over two nights. I don't think they can do it for other events, but I think for WrestleMania, you can sell a stadium over two nights, and I believe they will. And you kind of jumped ahead. Uh, as to something that I was going to ask a little later on, um, but I'm sure we'll talk about it throughout the rest of the show, was which of these elements do you think is going to stick for next year? What I think has been really interesting about what's happening in the world with the response to COVID-19 is that everyone's had to adjust to life under quarantine. Um, It's companies, schools, um retailers everyone has adjusted to this and they've come up with some really creative plans and creative ideas um absolutely without this wwe would have not explored this option um i think for a while i don't think they had intentions of moving to a two-night event i wouldn't necessarily say ever but not any time in the near future. But then what's happening in the world, it's forced them to make some adjustments. And I was very curious about what's going to happen, you know, which of these changes and adjustments are going to stick. Um, and I think we've just seen that in general in pro wrestling with what's happening on television, um, what's, what uh, format that they're doing between matches and promos. We're seeing a lot more video packages being put together, all of them stunning. They're really, really good and really awesome at telling stories. Uh, are we going to see more of those? Uh, and not just for WrestleMania, but in general. Um, and then the other topic we'll talk about as far as some of these matches or all of these matches being pre-filmed. Um, 
that may be a challenge to do in the future, but is that something we may see more of? Um, so one area that is not 100% confirmed, but a lot of um, news uh, outlets out there have reported that when WWE is pre-filming all of these matches, um, throughout this week uh, for multiple reasons. It, it absolutely for travel issues, uh, being able to have people come to Florida. Um, every state right now is observing different guidelines. So if you have performers coming from different states, that could be an issue, just limiting the amount of travel that they're doing, the people that they make contact with, um, because you could book and you know have someone be there or try to get there live um, if you were to do it live, but you know, you never know what the travel restrictions can mean or just limitations. Um, but also it allows them to have kind of just more control over the setting um, and really the structure of the nights because it is a little bit of a gamble as much as you are taking one day and splitting into two, then you really have to structure the matches and the timing of all of this really, really well. Um, but so that's one element, but specifically there are two matches that have been discussed that are actually going to be filmed off site um, and also probably have more of a cinematic flair. Um, the first match that's been rumored to be filmed off site is John Cena versus the fiend. And this kind of, it doesn't catch anyone by surprise. I mean, the fiend, uh, Bray Wyatt had his um, kind of, was it a house of horrors match? I forget the the he fancy had title. The, um, I remember what it was called with him and, and Randy Orton. I'll find and out. Randy Orton. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. Put our, our crack research uh, staff. So on he he's already had an you know a match where he's filmed um, off site and with the Fiend character. I don't think we'd expect anything less. Um, and then the other match that is being filmed off site, as we joked about earlier, um, is AJ Styles versus the Undertaker in a Boneyard match. Um, which I'm not really quite sure what 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 a boneyard match is. Never never heard of it until uh, AJ Styles put a ticket, you know, talked about it. But um, both matches, you know, th this is just you know speculation, uh, 100% confirmed, but m more than likely. And out of all the matches in the uh, on the card, these make sense because you have two wrestling characters in the Fiend and the Undertaker. Who I mean, it's a perfect format for them to to film off site, um, to have a, a a match that's a little bit more um, in the light of of cinema. Um, and this is WWE; it's sports entertainment. So, to if anyone's going to do this and can do it well and can be compelling, it can be WWE. Um, I'm curious, Greg, as to um, your what are you thinking about these two matches specifically um with the idea that they could be filmed uh outside of full sale so and and not full sale but the performance center but oh, the performance um, center yes i think that well a couple things number one it was a house of horrors match you were right uh payback 2017 so there you go um great job but i i think i, I like remember one matches. match yes right. i gotta start somewhere I like both these <laughs> matches. I think it makes sense to film these matches. I think we could see others. I think you could do Randy Orton and Edge in a last man standing match. You could do that in some kind of warehouse, bunch of weapons, whatever. I don't know what to expect from a Boneyard match. It'll be interesting to see how they put that together. Um, 
John Cena and and Bray Wyatt. I think you got to make it a Firefly Funhouse match. Like I think you've got to somehow involve yes. the set. You have of to the Firefly the, Funhouse the set. And, and and do that. And look, Cena's been in movies, right? He's an actor at this point. You can put him on a movie set; it'll be fine. Um, and I think both these are going to be enjoyable. I, I don't know, and and I apologize if you were going to ask this question already, but. I don't know that they would be enjoyable in any other WrestleMania. You know, the WrestleMania that I talked about during Chair Shot Radio, where I didn't enjoy Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart as much as others because I knew it was going an hour, had the Hollywood backlot brawl between Roddy Piper and Goldust. And that took them all over the place and was filmed at different points in time. But it wasn't necessarily enjoyed by the audience in the building. And that, to me, is is more of my concern. Like, you can pull these things off this year because there is no audience getting shortchanged. Mm-hmm. But yes. say we go to WrestleMania 37 in L.A. And, and you know, spoiler alert. But and, and we're going there. And then we have to sit there and watch one of the matches on a big screen? Like, I don't know if we'd be happy about yeah. that. As, you, you're as right a, as about that. And I don't think they've ever – it's been a challenge when you have – I mean, these events have been – primarily set for live crowds. And you, of course you have the, the home viewers, um, but there's a big disconnect and you lose momentum with the excitement of a match when you cut away, even when you were doing it in the back area of the arena, um, because the crowd's not there to kind of absorb what's happening in real time. Um, I mean, you're absolutely right. We don't, they don't have to worry about that this year. Um, and if anything, though, I think that they can get really creative with this, specifically with Bray Wyatt and John Cena. This could actually help Bray Wyatt because a lot of fans, just like the air was left out of them when Wyatt um, lost the um, – was he Universal? No. Yes. Yes, Universal. Uh, champion when he lost the Universal Championship uh, to Bill Goldberg, everyone thought this mystique, this uh, this character uh, of the Fiend, just got deflated. This could be a way to bring it back up because the setting, the Firefly Funhouse, that has been such an instrumental piece in the redevelopment of of Bray Wyatt in this development of the Fiend character, and it would be a shame for it not to to make an appearance. Um, but it could really add some of that darkness that I think fans felt like was lost um, when Bray left the Firefly Funhouse and even got into the ring. I mean, red light, I mean, done. Like that That was already um, something that I think fans were split on, um, but also, you know, overall, especially after Helena Cell, like just left a bad taste in many people's mouths. And then that squash with Goldberg. This could be a way that they can build the fiend back up. Uh, now, to me, warranted the the fiend needs to win. To me, there's no reason why John Cena would need to win. He is very much in this part-timer phase. He has nothing left to prove. And a, and a loss in any way does not hurt him because he's probably going to disappear for a while and come back. And when he does, he'll be the John Cena, you know, everybody knows and loves. So this to have something in which Cena comes to the fiend's world and, and gets defeated in that, could be a, a huge way to build a fiend character back up. Um, and in all honesty, I think there would doing it in a regular wrestling ring um, wasn't going to help. But then that also leads me to believe that 
is the fiend you know as, as intriguing as he is on screen you know does a wrestling ring actually hurt his character um is that going to continuously be a struggle where the vignettes are great the firefly funhouse all of that stuff is great but when he gets into a ring there's always going to be something that doesn't quite work yeah i agree with you it's it's like they couldn't have planned this better. Like Goldberg going over and all that stuff was, was bad, and, and, and you know I didn't love it. We talked about that on on these airwaves. But then when WrestleMania got moved, and it created an opportunity to do something different, this was the perfect match to do it with. And I don't know if they would do yes. it with a title match, but now it's not a title match, and so yep. it provi- presented them with the opportunity to just do something different. And I think you're right; it perfectly fits in the wheelhouse of of Bray Wyatt and the Fiend more than any other member of the roster except maybe The Undertaker. And I even think right now it fits The Fiend better than it even fits The Undertaker. And then it's so opposite of what we know of John Cena, outside of being a movie actor, that it's perfect. And it's perfect Mm -hmm. that The Fiend is kind of dragging Cena into whatever he's going into. And of course, you've got the history with WrestleMania 30 and where John Cena beat The Fiend. And you're absolutely right. There's no reason John Cena should win this match. I don't think he does. But this, I think, coming out of WrestleMania 36, this might end up being a highlight for a lot of people when they talk about the highlights of this show. And it won't have taken place inside of a wrestling ring. And I think that that's going to be, if it goes the direction we think it's going to go. And I think that's going to be really interesting and exciting because we talked about last week on ChairShot Radio. I don't expect to see a whole lot of highlights from this WrestleMania in future video packages because of the empty ring. But I think we could see some highlights in future video packages of these alternate setting type matches because there's no empty anything to show because it didn't take place in a, in a typical arena setting. So um, I'm of all the, the, the matches on this card, I'm way more intrigued about this match now than I would have been if we were still doing it in Tampa proper in front of 70,000 people. And I thought it was still a good mm-hmm. pairing then. But now I think it's this is... This one, this match probably has me more intrigued than any other match on the card. Yeah, I, I think the change of venue for this is exactly what this match needed. Uh, now with Undertaker and AJ Styles, uh, AJ Styles went on Raw this week to challenge the Undertaker to a boneyard match, and I say that because I'm. I just don't know what it is, and we probably won't know until uh, we see it uh, at WrestleMania. Um, I really think one of the the best things about this match is that Undertaker's been critiqued uh, for the past few years regarding his ability to to work in the ring. Um, I think fans, even before all the changes happened, um, felt fairly confident that he could have a good match with AJ um, and that AJ would, uh, you know, do his best to keep the match interesting. Um, but also, you know, to to protect Undertaker. Now, I don't think that's anything that we have to worry about. He doesn't have to go in the in the ring at all. Um, they could really build this um, more into the gimmick side. Um, and it, I think, would also allow us, kind of in the same light as Bray Wyatt, you know, see Undertaker as you know the Undertaker. You know, more of the mystic, more of the dark. Uh, taker that i think we've we all love and as much as i know the wrestlemania entrance is a highlight every year um there's been a mystique 
to Undertaker that's just waned away over the past few years. I mean, the streak was broken. He beat Bray Wyatt the year after. Um, I think the year after was uh, uh, Roman Reigns. Um, trying to trying to remember all my no, there was some gaps in between. There were, um, but yeah, there was gaps. Anyways, but and then then he got beat by uh, Roman Reigns, and so ever, pretty much ever since thirty, there's been some gaps and ups and downs where this mystique of the Undertaker is no real, no longer really there. Um, and so as much as the entrance is a highlight and a high point, it's always featured on, you know, different video packages, the matches themselves just have not been memorable. Um, and anything, I think fans kind of cringe a little bit just because they see, at least as of late, every time, you know, Taker leaves the ring, it's, it's a little worse for wear. So to allow a more controlled environment, one, where he doesn't have to, it's not as physically demanding, but two, you bring back that darkness uh, in The Undertaker that we all really love. I think it's going to help enhance his career. Now, we don't know how long uh, that's going to be for as far as the remainder of his career, but you know, I think we want to see him have these high points as he progresses to a point before he retires. And I think this is a really good way to kind of go on an upswing um, and and have that forward momentum um, and, and build back up from some of his previous appearances from just over the past few years. I'm curious if you agree with that or kind of disagree. I absolutely agree. I, it, it's it's kind of the perfect storm for the Undertaker as well. Like it's it's another one of these matches that's perfectly suited to what they need to do. He's not what he used to be, I, and and we're not insulting him by saying that in any way. I no. don't think any anybody would would agree with us at this point that he's not what he used to be. And some of his matches haven't been as good because of where he is physically. That's all out the window with this match. If you're producing a match somewhere in a closed set and it's more of a Hollywood feel and you can edit things if need be, there's going to be interference, I'm sure, by the rest, the other members of the OC. And you're going to put put on more of a show and less of just a match. That's the perfect way to use The Undertaker. He gets to be the same mythical character that he's he's been. He's not going to be physically limited because he's not going to run the ropes, not going to do a lot of that stuff. And it's, it's going to provide him a, a chance to really put on his best opportunity to put on a WrestleMania-worthy performance just so happens to not be in a wrestling ring, which tells you where he's at <laughs> at this, this point in his career. But I do think it represents the best opportunity for this match to be good. And and again, kind of like what I said with John Cena earlier, we're taking AJ Styles and completely throwing him out of his element, and I think AJ is going to be very entertaining in this as well. And it also is an opportunity for AJ, who's been doing this for over 20 years, to entertain us in a different way that we've never seen before. And I don't think we'd appreciate it in any other environment other than WrestleMania 36. Yes. And because Absolutely. No you're, you're right that this is kind of the perfect storm for these two matches, um, that the way that they would be told in a ring compared to outside of the ring. And this is, I mean, this is WWE. This is sports entertainment. Um, it is wrestling, you know, but they focus now on entertainment. Um, and they have all the resources available to them in order to produce um, these. And I, I don't even know if I want to call them matches. I mean, they are matches, but I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of wrestling to it. If anything, it's going to be an experience. Um, now, with that being said, I know we talked about 
the two night event uh, and how you think that this is going to be something we'll see again in the future. If these are received well, do you think WWE is going to move in a in a direction where instead of matches we see in the ring, that we'll see things more pre-filmed and and actually still have elements of wrestling, but being more of a story that they tell, um, and maybe not necessarily for pay-per-view, but for say a Raw or a SmackDown or even an NXT. Yeah, I do, and, and and I think had you not gone there, I would have. I do believe that we could see this element within the shows in the future. Um, I, I think it's possible that, that we'll see some more of this. They'll learn from it, take advantage of it, all of that. I don't think it'll be the blow-off match. I don't think it'll be uh, you know, something that we see at WrestleMania anytime soon, or really maybe, maybe smaller pay-per-views, who knows. But as elements of the product, you've got the whole WWE Network, I definitely think there are ways that you can utilize something like this in the future and, and complement the product with it. I don't think it'll need to be the central piece like it is now, but I do believe it'll be part of what we watch and what we see. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know that that's a bad thing. WWE is not trying to be, as much as people want to claim, especially now with the new camera angle, all of a sudden everyone thinks they're trying to be AEW or trying to be that. They, they're just trying to be what they are. And their product's going to evolve and change in the direction they want it to. And yeah, this WrestleMania is going to be like no other, and it's going to have an impact on the business moving forward. And I think one of those ways is that an element like that, the pre-taped, you know, entertainment-style match, can be something we see more of in the future. Probably not at WrestleMania, but I do, I do agree with you. This is not the last we're going to see of this. Well, and I don't think, uh, and you know, it made me laugh a little bit when you brought up the camera angle that they used on Raw, um, because yes, there was definitely a lot of uh, response online as to, you know, a lot of people suggesting that some people uh, at WWE watched AEW from the week before. And, you know, and regardless of what happened, it's a smart angle to use in when you're not using, uh, when you don't have a, a crowd in the arena. So, you know, who did it first or better, you know, um, I, mean, I liked both. Ring of Honor. I mean, I know who you Ring of Honor's been yeah. doing it for years, as has Impact Wrestling, and no one is claiming anybody stole it from them. So it's really Yeah, but just, they're not the popular girls, so that's why just, nobody cares. It's just selective fanning at this point. So Um And I had a really good point with that. And I lost it because I just made myself laugh a little bit. It'll come back to you. Um, but your popular it, girls it was good. Popular girls was a good comment. You get credit for that. It, I know. That's why that's I only have like room in my head for one good idea at a time. Um, the rest are just junk. We got rid of that um, one, so now we got room for the new one to come back. It'll it'll come back. Yeah, when it does, it'll, just, it'll, it'll, just go it'll back come to back. it. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, but um, I mean, I going back to what I originally was going to say, it, it's more, I think WWE is trying to be more attentive and replicate more of a Netflix or a Hulu or an Amazon Prime in a way with the network. It's going to be about producing content that people want to watch. And if you're making it exclusive to the network or exclusive to even YouTube um, or, or things that people can stream on, on that, um, I think that's what they're gutting for more. You know, content that people are going to want to stream and view um, then it is about the wrestling aspect. Um, and again, my, my, I wholeheartedly believe they 
their product is wrestling, but they're in the business of entertainment right now. And when you think about more entertainment um, trends and products, a lot of that carries with, you know, your other streaming services. So that could be a direction they go in with just the content that they produce and the, you know, what they film. And it's going to be less about wrestling and maybe more about storytelling. And I, I think I'm also perceiving, again, my preference in wrestling is storytelling. So, of course, I would say, yeah, that's great. But also, it has to be good. It has to be written well. It has to be performed well. So, I come into this, you know, always still needing wrestling to tell a story, to be part of the story. But also understanding that WWE now, I mean, you've seen, you know, what they've done and, and even their subsidies, you know, and, and all what they're out there doing. Um, they're not, they're never going to fully soak focus on wrestling ever again. Um, so it's no need to fight it. See where it takes them. And anywhere that allows their product to be shown more, to capture a wider audience, they're going to go for. Um, so I've, we've already kind of talked about all these things uh, and I already got your, your thoughts. But going back to what I think about what's going to stay and what's going to, to go, like I said, I don't think WrestleMania, I mean, Going back to the original. So hosting. I feel like they're going to continue to have hosts um, every year. Who knows? This year it worked out and aligned because of the signing of Rob, Rob Gronkowski. Um, I agree that this, this was probably being set up way before everything that happened with COVID-19. Uh, um, but it just felt bigger because of all the changes already happening. Um, with a two-night WrestleMania, uh, of course, same thing. This scenario um, was the catalyst for that. I, it would have not happened this year or next year or any time, I think even within the next five years, um, without this situation happening. But is it possible that it could happen again in the future now? Absolutely. And even thinking about restrictions on crowds and sizes, you know, Right now, there's restrictions uh, around the, you know, every state and, and even throughout the United States on how many people can be in a gathering. Um, that, you know, even though that will go away after a while, um, that may be uh, more of a permanent focus in the future where, you know, venues, areas limit or are more observant about their crowd sizes in the future so that there's less risk of spreading anything. Um, and that may not be the sole decision for WWE, but if that's what something that companies that have anything to do with crowds have to focus on, that could be something that influences a decision to maybe reduce or, or have WrestleMania uh, over two nights or in smaller venues. And then, yeah, pre-filming matches. I mean, it, it's happening um, or again, not hundred percent confirmed, but more than likely happening um, over the, this next week. Um, but with two matches that, um, you know, have, have specifically been pointed out as possibilities of being pre-filmed John Cena versus the fiend and undertaker versus AJ styles. This could mean a, a big direction for the company in the future. I do foresee them doing more pre-filmed um, maybe not full matches um, like Greg mentioned, but just maybe matches or, or, um, uh, or, maybe not even scenes, but putting together vignettes or, or something that helps tell a story and carry a story through that is not in the ring whatsoever. And I think that could just be more the creativity of WWE. But I mean, just thinking a, a week ago, 
none of this was announced. None of this was even really thought of. Maybe the filming um, and all that, but now we live in a world where everything week by week kind of continuously surprises. But taking, you know, the granddaddy of them all, the, the showcase of the immortals, the biggest event in wrestling, and all the changes that it's undergone, um, seemingly just over the past two to three weeks is a lot for fans to process. Um, what do you hope... And as we talk through this with with other fans, you know, you said you're intrigued. You're going to watch. I mean, what can what words of encouragement do you think we can give to fans to give this WrestleMania a shot? Um, it's 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 the last five words or six words you just said. Give this WrestleMania a shot. Like I've seen so many comments online that are based on they should have just postponed it. This isn't going to feel like WrestleMania. This isn't really going to be WrestleMania. And much like WWE fans do when they sit down and watch Raw, they've already decided whether or not they enjoyed the show before they ever even see it. And then it's, it's, you know, why do that? Why do that to yourself? Give yourself a chance to like it before you actually decide you don't like it. You may never see something like this again. I don't believe we're ever going to see pre-produced matches. Um, you know, nothing about this is going to be live. The entire company is going to be watching this at home on the WWE Network, just like we are, and it, it it's it's going to be it's surreal. It's going to be a reminder of where we are in the world when we see, you know, the opening match. Which you know, if I were to make a prediction, it's probably going to be the Raw Tag Team Title match. Who knows? They're going to come out, and they're going to come out in front of nothing. And even if the chairs are removed, because why would you have the chairs there if no one's going to sit in them? And it's 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 going to be surreal and it's going to get more and more normal as the show goes on and there's going to be elements that we like and elements that we enjoy and it's it's going to be the WWE still giving us WrestleMania and to me that's better than no WrestleMania at all or you know basically I'd rather watch the Olympics in a weird environment in 2020 than wait and watch the Olympics in 2021 and I'd rather watch WrestleMania in a weird environment in early April than watch it in July. That's just me. And and so what I'm saying is give this show an opportunity. Sit down with an open mind. We have no clue what they're going to do. We think we know, but we really don't. And let's just see what they do and then make our decision. Um, but but things suck right now, right? We, we Things are crazy. We can't do a lot of things that we like to do. You know, I know there's certain things that, you know, you can't go to your gym. That's killing you. I, you know, there's a lot of things that are, we're unable to do. We can do this. We get to do this. Let's enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, this is truly something that none of us thought we'd see in our lifetime. And so to just even witness that, um, whether it's curiosity or intrigue uh, or just even excitement, I mean, any of those things should motivate you but to try and diminish this already without giving it a chance um i don't i don't think it's fair i think ww i mean this is still you know one of the biggest events that's happening still you know uh other sport sporting leagues and sports are not running anything the olympics is being postponed and you know this is still the show must go on mentality it's very different than what we know and expect of wrestlemania but they're still running so even with that on top of i'm sure immense pressure in general to not run at all to postpone they're still going and i feel like that 
should have our support. And as much as they've observed, you know, uh, guidelines with attendance, with, you know, trying to make sure all the performers are working safely and securely. Um, I mean, I, I think we owe them that. And I know, you know, the, the telltale um, phrase, you know, no one owes anything in professional wrestling. But I do think as, as fans, you know, we should owe it to ourselves to be able to, to watch that um, and, and give it a chance. Let's make one thing perfectly clear, too. It would have been easier for them to postpone it. It would have been easier yeah. for them to cancel it. It would have been cheaper for them to postpone it. This is a logistical nightmare. Because you're not supposed to have more than 10 people in the same place at the same time, the fact that they're having to pre-record all these things and they've already recorded stuff and they're going to continue to record stuff, it would have been easier to not do this. It would have been a hell of a lot easier to not do this, and it would have, they would have been better off financially by not doing this and waiting or, or doing something different. They're choosing not to because they feel it's important to put on this show for the fans, for us. Even if we, you know, some of you listening because you're listening on the internet, don't want to call yourself a WWE fan. There's despite all that, they're still incurring all of this and putting on this show for you. So it's and again, this will probably never. I hope this will hopefully never happen again. So let's yeah. be a part of it. Let's be a part of this one-time, once-in-a-lifetime thing. Surely. That is WrestleMania and, and hopefully they don't try and fool us to be like once-in-a-lifetime, twice-in-a-lifetime. I wish you were around back then because I actually was in support of that. Only because uh, the way they did terrible. it. John Cena won the Royal Rumble. The Rock won the title. So it was, you know, they, they made it made sense. But this WrestleMania 36 is... It's going to be like no other, and and it's it's you know, I feel like for the one you know, you can say this about WrestleMania before, but literally this time, if you don't watch WrestleMania, you're gonna be left in the cold. Yeah. So and it's free. Like what? Literally, it's free. So. Literally. Just, just give it a shot. What else are you going to do? We are all stuck at our houses for, you know, some people for you know another few weeks. Um, so you, a, a free event that you could watch at your house. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't know how else to sell it. Do it. 100%. Do it. Don't, don't miss out. Yes. And we'll talk about it after WrestleMania airs. We'll talk about it on the hashtag Miranda show. I'm sure we'll talk about it on Share Shot Radio. Uh, I'm sure the, the fine team at Pod is War will be talking about it. Um, so again, if you are, uh, wanting to listen to more wrestling podcasts. Um, the hashtag Miranda show is a proud part of the chair shot radio network, which you can find at the chairshot.com. Oh, you want me to do that again? Didn't you? It's kind of what you're supposed to do. Like the chair Always use your head. The chair Always use your head. I feel like I'm always waiting for like the longer explanation and then and then you do it and then I play it again. But yeah, no, it's good. Yes, it's good. So to close off this week's uh, show, uh, I had a special request by someone who is not on the show and never listens to the show. But because he's a homie, uh, as we like to call him, um, one Mr. Patrick O'Dowd, which, by the way, he gets way more than he thinks. Like, he spends a lot of time on Chair Shot Radio giving you crap about how it's this, Miranda gets that. But this week on Chair Shot Radio, we talked about, I'm sure, mutually one of your favorite uh, events, but like for sure one of his favorite 
wrestling shows of Absolutely. all time. I, just don't listen. And just, just yeah, don't. and then he fact, throws out a request don't to even, me. Don't even do his request. You know what though? Because I'm I'm the bigger person. You know, I'm I'm a nice I'm a nice person. I'm diplomatic. So I just you know. Anyway. I'm just kidding. And you're a jerk. But we know that. Established. Yes. That's. But it's also kind of funny, um, which is. which is why I kind of do want to talk about it. So Patrick O'Dowd, who is part of Chairshot Radio, uh, made a request. He said, Miranda, you have to talk about this video uh, on the hashtag Miranda show. Also, because he knows it's random, and I just love random. Um, some of you may have seen it. Some of you may not. Uh, Greg and I viewed it for fully the first time um, right before this show. Um, but it is kind of becoming an infamous video online. Um, it is a video of The Undertaker visiting Myrtle Beach Safari, um, which is a reserve um, in Myrtle Beach uh, for exotic animals. Um, and The Undertaker and Michelle McCool do a... Uh, promo slash shout out slash public service announcement. I'm not quite sure what to make of it uh, for the Myrtle Beach Safari, um, uh, I guess, reservation, specifically uh, to help tigers. And Undertaker and Michelle McCool are in a pool with a tiger just chilling. And we joked about this uh, because Patrick and I both laughed when I had mentioned that when I first saw the the picture of this, I thought it was photoshopped uh, because like wh- where the Undertaker and I mean Undertaker is you know he's not in full getup he's more you know Mark Calloway in in this um, in this light but he speaks as if he's kind of the Undertaker um, I I <laughs> I don't know quite else how to explain it Greg help me out here because I I'm just I'm I'm at a loss for words with this video. I mean, it's like imagine the Undertaker filming a commercial, but the Undertaker doesn't want to be filming. That's basically what this is. Like he has no desire with a tiger, with and a it's tiger. like a real tiger, a real tiger in front of him, and and him, and you got Michelle McCool, and they're they're delivering these lines horribly, and and they're just like tiger, save the world, save a tiger, save the world, don't save a tiger, and we can't rest in peace, and it's just like. No, I was like, well, if you don't save a tiger, no one will. Like, he went right. into, like, a deep tone with that. Yeah, he, he did And then he, did the he pulled out, you know, if, if we don't save the tigers, they will rest in peace. And, it, it, like, the tiger wasn't even buying it. Like, the tiger looked back at him. Yeah, the tiger him. was just like, am I done here? Yeah, the tiger looked back at him and was like, no one's going to donate money after this. Like, they're probably going to yeah. take money from us for you doing this. And now I'm a dead tiger. So thank you, yeah, Mr. Undertaker. Yeah, like, I'm... I'm, I'm at least you done, can, so can you embalm and leave? bury me now because I'm going to die because of you and your wife yeah. hasn't done shit here either. So can you guys just leave my pool? And yeah, it was just god awful. And I don't know. It's it's a real thing though. I, it's real. So go on on YouTube. It's it's. I just typed in Undertaker and Tiger, and it was like the fifth option that came up, or like the fifth. Like, uh, or I just started typing Undertaker, you know, and then like the autofill was coming, coming right. in and like Tiger was number five. So the fact that that's already a thing now is uh, pretty special. It's real. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely real. Sadly. And 
Yeah. What, what can you do? What what can you do? But yes, go on there. I, I looked it up. It's uh under the Undertaker Visit Myrtle Beach Safari. Um it's this there's some that are just in a loop, but the full one um is is that particular video. I think it's about mm, maybe about five minutes thirty seconds in that video. Um maybe a little bit more, but I, I don't have the exact timestamp. But um if you're interested Go ahead. And I'm sure it's all over social media. So go even check your social media. Yeah, just search um, for The Undertaker. You'll find it. Because it's just hilarious. But we also live in a world now where, you know, The Undertaker is uh, trying to save the tigers and the lions at Martle Beach Safari. Um, and he's in a pool with his wife with a tiger. We live in a world 2020, where, the Undert- yeah. where The Undertaker has an Instagram account. Like, it's he's The Undertaker. I mean, suspension of disbelief. That I mean, wrestling has taught me a lot of things. So that did not bother me at all. That's the funny thing; it didn't bother people. This bothers people more, and like, I don't know. It's yeah. I sometimes it, things are better off left not said, and that's how I feel about this. Yeah, I'm. Yo, we continue to live in a very unpredictable time. So I hope everyone is taking care of themselves. I hope everyone is staying well. Uh, don't forget, uh, again, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot in order to get your chair shot shirt. Uh, go to the chairshot.com and eWrestlingNews.com for all your latest wrestling news, analysis, and opinions. Uh, you can also follow the chair shot on social media at the chairshot.com, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, you can try to follow Greg on social media. I think you're, you're a little bit more active now, but. You're still ignoring the world. I feel like pretty much. Yeah, that, that's that's accurate. That's accurate. I, I can be prompted. That's how about that. You gotta you gotta ask first. You gotta poke the bear. Is that? Is, bear. I mean, is or or I don't know any other analogy outside of poking the poking the bear. Yeah, I don't like. I'm not quite bear anymore. I don't know what it would be considered. Just 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 hit me up. <laughs> on social media at Chairshot Gray, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I am not on Twitter. I'm the Twitterless heroine. Um, that I forgot. I we haven't used that tagline in a second. I gotta. Uh, I saved the word just, document with all the nicknames for you guys. I gotta bust it. Back I know. One of these weeks. Maybe I think it's week. just become so second nature. I just uh, Twitter's just not on my radar. I know just, lots of people utilize Twitter. It's great. Just not for me at, at this moment. But I am one. on Instagram um, and Facebook at the hashtag Miranda spelled out. Um, feel free to follow me on both forms of social media. And also feel free to leave a comment uh, on anything that you think about this week's show. I had a wonderful comment on last week's show um, that I read through. Um, and it was really insightful and just the, the type of conversation that I just you know love to see. Um, so feel free to uh, post uh, any thoughts, questions, uh, and any just comments that you have on this week's show on social media. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a great way to get involved. It's a great way to have some fun, have some good conversation. And, and it means a lot because we, we joked in the first show, like, people will listen to these shows and very few will ever comment or do anything. So it's appreciated when it happens. I, you know, I do the subscription newsletter, which people can find very easily. And 
people will actually click the reply button and it automatically sends me an email. And that's really been interesting. I get more of those than I get like social media comments sometimes. So you just never know how people are going to interact. But it's always cool to know that you're out there. We know you're out there, but it's always sometimes good to get that next level interaction. So try it out. Yes. And we may not be seeing each other face to face uh, in for a while or in yeah. some cases ever. So, uh, yeah, the Internet's the, the way to go now. But we will be back next week mm -hmm. with whatever the world of wrestling has to throw at us. We will be back here uh, at the Hashtag Rando Show. Um, so, again, feel free to follow us on social media. Um, feel free to follow us online. Everyone stay safe. Uh, continue to do your thing, though, and we will be back next week. Viva la raza! I got that passion of Wild card, bitches! Yeah! Oh, You're welcome!